Thank you to Prism CBD for supporting this episode of Rogan Reasoned. With CBD, quality is everything. Prism CBD uses only organically grown hemp from farms in the U.S., is non-GMO, and is never made with animal products. All of their products undergo third-party lab tests for purity and potency, and the results are available to view by scanning the QR code on the product label and entering the unique batch number for your CBD product. From oils and topicals to gummies and pet products, Prism CBD has you covered. To learn more about the benefits of CBD and shop your favorites, visit www.prismcbd.com. Orders over $75 always earn you free shipping, and you can snag 20% off your first order with code LSS20 at checkout. Hey guys, welcome back to Rogan Reasoned. It is my second episode back with you guys after some time off, and it feels good to be getting back into the groove and having these conversations with you each week again. I mean, I'm not entirely sure if you missed me, but I missed you. So there's that. (laughs) If you missed last week's episode, jump back and give it a listen so you're not confused why I went AWOL there for a bit. And to all of you who did listen and have sent supportive messages, posted about the episode, and shared it with your friends and family, thank you from the bottom of my heart. It was definitely a vulnerable episode for me. And hard to get through at times, but your feedback was so encouraging. And I hope that me opening up about my personal shitstorm allows you to do the same, or at the very least, makes you feel less alone with things you may be going through. Moving on. I've been thinking a lot recently about this draw we all seem to feel to just word vomit. We are a society of constant oversharers. And with a plethora of social media platforms at our disposal, it has reached absolute new levels, especially when you throw a bunch of people in quarantine with no other outlets in the middle of social unrest and political mess alongside everything else that is happening right now. We've gotten sloppy and I want to dig into that today. We are not helping our lives, businesses, or others with our current sharing habits. Just because we could share something doesn't mean we should share something. A lot of the reasons why we end up oversharing are self-serving and rooted in insecurity. It's time to stop oversharing. Let's paint a picture of exactly what we are talking about here. How does oversharing happen? Well, it's sneaky. It happens in all kinds of ways. It's the person who shares 18 of pretty much the same picture of their truthfully ugly baby in one single post on social media with the caption that reads, OMG, precious. One picture would have sufficed. And one post would have also, not six separate sets of 18 photos in one day. And don't come at me with all babies are beautiful miracles shit. Yes, they're miracles. Some, however, look better than others. Or it's the entrepreneur that always announces their moves before they happen. 
they throw it out there. They have a course or a product or something launching at a future date, but they want to know if you'll want it or not. And they need your feedback as they create it because it's not actually created yet, but it's going to be great. But what do you think? Then you have the classic Karen or Kyle. They share nothing but memes, provide their uneducated opinion in the comments section of tense posts, and bandwagon on the topic of the week. There's a commonality here, kids. Each one of these people needs something. Validation. We are seeking validation in all the wrong ways, and we are oversharing because of it. The waters have become muddied. The mom who posts 18,000 fucking pictures needs someone to agree with her that her child's pooping face is like the cutest thing ever. Because maybe she's struggling with finding purpose in her new journey of motherhood. Maybe she's lonely. Maybe she needs affirmation that her sleepless nights, saggy boobs, and whatever else are worth this miracle depicted in an iPhone picture online. Everyone says it is, right? So she'd be wrong if she was feeling any different. That business owner who announces their offering before it's even been thought out, created, had a marketing plan developed for it, is unsure. They haven't put in the time to do enough market research on their own, or they aren't confident in their thing. So they are randomly throwing it out there to see if people pat them on the back and encourage them to hurry up and finish it already. They want people to ask them a million questions about it and guarantee them that it is worth working on. They want the pre-sales, figuratively, otherwise it wouldn't be worth their time. Last but not least, Karen and Kyle. They are clearly struggling with personal direction or connection with others because they're pot-stirring Keyboard warrior energy is the only thing that makes them feel. They get reactions. They feel important for two seconds when someone likes their post or opinion. They feel like they are part of a group when they jump on the big social initiative of the month and back this organization or that organization. There's a consequence to oversharing, though. You end up inundating your audience, whether that is personal or professional, with so much content that they aren't even sure what you're saying anymore or what your purpose is. They become annoyed by having to sift through so much of you on their newsfeed at all hours of the day. They lose interest because you're sharing random ass shit that has nothing to do with anything because you feel like you have to meet some type of posting quota for the day. Sometimes the adage that distance makes the heart grow fonder is true. People will appreciate your content more when it is focused and purposeful. And the biggest consequence of them all, I feel, is we hurt ourselves. We train ourselves to constantly seek third-party validation in order to function. We can't operate in business, communicate our points, or fucking get dressed for the day unless 140 other people give us the virtual nod through a like or a comment. That's some weak shit. Additional support for this episode is brought to you by Audible. 
I don't know about you guys, but at this point, I've pretty much run out of new episodes of my favorite TV shows, and I swear, they don't make movies like they used to. And maybe it's because I now have a podcast, but I've been absorbing a ton of audio content lately instead. It's seriously the ultimate way to multitask, and you all know how much I love a good multitask. Audible literally has thousands of audiobooks, podcasts, comedy, and more to choose from, and you can pause and pick up where you left off on another device. You can even have Alexa pull up your titles. What a time to be alive, right? You can get your free 30-day Audible trial by visiting www.audibletrial.com slash roganreasoned. That's www.audibletrial.com slash Reason for your free 30-day Audible trial. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Not everyone cares. And that's completely okay. The people that do care about what you're sharing are probably living in your house. Or you've talked to them on the phone within the past few days. Everyone else? They're there for the show sometimes when they're in the mood for you. You have to do you. You have to live for you. It's exhausting and stressful to be constantly talking and sharing and taking a stance and producing whatever it is you produce when there's no genuine purpose behind it. Some things are best kept to yourself. If you don't get the response you wanted, it doesn't mean keep sharing until you do. I've been guilty of this also. Look at the recent break I just took. I felt guilty for not posting or sharing things to my stories, even when my life was a disaster and I had nothing genuine to say or share. Social media is literally my job, and I convinced myself there for a second that I was slacking. Even though my life was going to shit, I had to give myself a timeout and remind myself that anyone who is genuinely interested in my content will be there when I get back and my sanity mattered more. There are times when I see some stupid comment from Karen or Kyle on Facebook. I prepare a snippy rebuttal with a lot of big words and then I have to stop myself from posting it because whatever I have to say is definitely not going to change their minds. They get to feel seen And I get to feel annoyed that I didn't have them agree with me. So what's the fucking point? And I've been that entrepreneur that throws something out there that I want to do, but don't have the confidence to execute without other thought. You know what? I've ended up not pursuing something because I interpreted the crickets as it being a stupid idea. It might have been a killer business play, but my balls suddenly shrank because I didn't have a line of people being like, yes, Laura, please do this. It will change our lives. It's embarrassing. If we all took a step back and identified our own personal reasons for sharing as much as we do, I think we would make some hard realizations about what empty hole we are trying to fill in ourselves. Good news is, if you take the time to identify this for you, you can then let it go. 
you won't feel the need to constantly speak, post, and share. You will do it with purpose when you want to and when it is good for your business. It'll be less stressful, less disappointing, and probably open up a lot more free time in your day, sadly. So what do you share? Well, in life, share meaningful things. If you're going to post a picture of your kid, do it with the intention of updating a family member that lives far away. Don't do it because you're bored and you want people to agree that your kid is the most awesome thing that ever lived. If you're in business, keep your head down and hustle until your thing is ready. Develop kick-ass marketing materials for it that tell people what it is all about and how it can help them. Share to inform and incite. Don't share to get the thumbs up that it's something worth continuing work on. That's your responsibility to figure out, not your clients. Want to ask a generic opinion from time to time? Go for it. But mentioning repeatedly that you're taking ideas for course topics is annoying. Get to work on it yourself. And if you're a Karen or Kyle, stop engaging randomly. Find what gives you true purpose and speak on things that you're actually informed on. I mean, I, I kind of feel that once you're a Karen or a Kyle, you're always going to be a Karen or a Kyle, but I guess I just didn't want to leave that group out in my <laughs> explanation. <laughs> Good luck to you, kids. You have to know where to share also. I'm not going to march my ass into the middle of a biker bar and start talking shit about Harley Davidson. You, I mean, you have to read the room. So is posting about your half-done program or course on your social pages with all of your competitors watching or stalking a, a good plan? Or will someone hurry up and hustle with your idea before you can even drum up the courage to get going on it? You don't need to blast all your political opinions to all of Facebook. Discuss your views with people that hold value in your life, people whose insight might help you grow in reference to the topic at hand. Arguing with Susan two towns over at 10 a.m. on a Tuesday isn't magically going to enlighten you and shoot you into a new realm of understanding. If you really care about what she has to say, set up a time with Susan to talk to her privately. Sharing photos of your kids online, do it on a personal page with good taste and not your business page, especially when the photos have nothing to do with your business. Not every moment or move in life, business needs to be announced. Integrity is what you do when no one is watching. So is confidence. Confidence is what you do when no one is watching, commenting, liking, or reacting. We could all use a little boost of confidence, but we have to learn to grow that for ourselves instead of seeking out third-party validation and affirmation on everything. Constant oversharing is setting us up for failure in our personal and professional lives when you give it a deep look. Eventually, no number of reactions or responses to your content will ever be enough. And you've thrown so much at your audience, 
again, whether that is personal or professional, that they don't even know what to pay attention to or what your point is. Now, with all that being said, sharing is important. We just have to do it with good intention and in business, do it with strategy. There are obviously tons of cons that can come from social media and the depths of the internet. But I do think there are also so many amazing ways it helps our lives. Look at this past year and the lack of personal connection we've all suffered from. It would have been a lot worse if we couldn't call, text, FaceTime, Zoom, etc. Businesses that might have normally closed immediately without the flow of people coming in their front doors were able to transition to digital offerings and continue their conversations online. And those of us that have been online for a while were afforded some consistency and normalcy at times because our process really didn't change that much. So considering some of these points, what are some ways that you can hold more intention in what you share with others, personal or business? Flip through your pages and take a look at some of your posts. Again, personal or professional. Did that content make you happy to put online or was it nervously thrown out there? Were you hoping for a reaction or a feeling after you did it? Did you get what you wanted? Try to nail down a little bit of why you're sharing and make sure it aligns with who you want to be or how you want your business to be viewed. I think we can all find something to tweak or hold back on. As much as it can be great to share, sometimes it's better not to. And do away with the social expectation that you have to. There's a lot of power in the pullback. If you've identified in this episode as a chronic oversharer, don't worry. I think a lot of us have been there. Maybe we could start a support group or something somewhere. Oh, wait, the Rogan Reason Facebook group already exists. So if you're not in it yet, head over there and tap join. We are able to use the space to continue our conversations on some of these topics and connect with other badass, like-minded people who are doing their own thing, working on themselves, and redefining reckless, which is our hashtag and tagline. Thanks again for joining me for another episode and conversation this week. And I'll be back to chat with you again next Monday on a brand new episode of Rogue and Reason. Talk soon. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogue and Reason podcast, visit www.lauraswanseekman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.